All right, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb, and with me as always is Craig, and we are back at it. Back at it. Yeah, just got done doing the Northwestern stuff, and now we move on to the Maryland stuff. All this stuff, all this football stuff. And so um, before we talk about it we always do like a little bit of an intro and i, I think i'm going to do something new here i think i'm going to do something new so are, yeah. are you ready for it sure do something new some crazy unexpected a new segment Ooh. let's call it did you know okay and it's just going to be random stuff every single week. And I don't want you to tell me about it. I don't want me to tell you about it. We're just going to bring up some random thing. Did you know? All so right. next week, Craig, is your homework or to prepare and have something for the did you know segment. Okay. All right. I'll give you, I'll give you an example here. And it can be about anything and everything, and, but probably not kind of non-sports related. It'll be kind of short, quick, little intro, kind of fun fact. So did you know? All right. My, mine is, did you know? And uh, I think most people will be able to know about this, relate to this, but uh, you know Ferris Bueller's Day Off, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm pretty sure that most of our listeners are going to be familiar with it, but did you know? That Ferris Bueller's Day Off, um, when they one of the most iconic moments from that movie is mm-hmm. the uh, parade. Uh, yep. When they play uh, play the Beatles song, and now yep. the name is escaping me. But anyways, if you're familiar with the movie, you know what I'm talking. About. Twist um, and shout. Yes, twist thank you. Twist, yep. twist and shout. Yep. And the um, the two interesting things about that. One is that uh, because of that movie, Twist and Shout shot to the, I don't know if it was the very top, but shot into the top of the charts because of that movie. Again, uh, mm-hmm. it was in, in the top of the charts when it first originally came out. The, the song came out, but shot back at the top of the charts because of that movie. But the interesting did you know part that I really wanted to share was the iconic scene of the parade was... Not really an impromptu, but they didn't really do a lot of planning, I guess you would say, for it. Because the production company just uh, used, I think it was a a radio at the time, radio advertisements, like, right before they were going to be shooting. Like, the day before, a couple days, and they said, hey, if you want to be in this movie, come show up for this parade scene, basically. And they had a lot more people show up than they anticipated. And it made it a lot more exciting and helped make that scene the iconic scene that it was. And it was completely not planned slash expected to be what it became. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So there is yeah. your did you know. Did you know moment. Done. Yeah, I gotta. I'll maybe I'll have to find uh, some for it because yep. yes. I don't know. That's not that's not the best, but I'll use that for right now. There you go. Did you know? But uh, yeah, good stuff there. Anyways, so Craig, next time for our intro, you get to share a did you know? Okay, sounds good. All right. Um, but now we get to talk about something that we both know about and our listeners know about, and that's Michigan football. And so here we find ourselves with Michigan coming off a their road win against Northwestern is they are returning home to the big house to face off against Maryland, and they are currently ranked 15th, Michigan is, uh, against unranked Maryland. A little interesting, a little surprising, because Maryland is 3-1 and one with a win over Texas which is impressive. And their loss, now I'm forgetting who they lost to. Open the window. Show me the schedule. And it's being realistic. But yes, 
So they've uh, they've been Texas, Bowling Green, and Minnesota. Um, Bowling Green and Minnesota were both very convincing wins. Uh, they scored over 40 points, and their opponents scored 13 or 14 points. But then they lost to Temple in a rough game, and I was uh, I watched some highlights from that. That this essentially was very similar to kind of how I was explaining things with the um, Northwestern Akron game. This was just a bad game for Maryland, and I think it's yeah, kind I mean, of a, yeah a blemish on them. Yeah, turnover. Yeah, you know both our quarterbacks threw interceptions. It was a turnover. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, interceptions, good... turnovers, pick six, I think. And, yep. And Temple was it? no, it wasn't Temple. I, I was thinking of another game. Uh, but but Temple came out, played strong, and you know just got ahead of them uh, rather easily. Yeah. So, Basically, yeah. this game is can the real Maryland stand up? <laughs> yeah. Figure that one out. Uh, and uh, they are still kind of going through their um, situation uh, after the uh, player passed away uh, this summer. Yeah, they got some other stuff too, yeah. Yeah, and then also it brings up some culture issues and things like that. If I'm not mistaken, and I apologize that I'm not more on top of it, but obviously because I've been so busy, it's been hard to just flat out record, uh, but then to try to do more in-depth research on that has been difficult as well. So I if I'm not mistaken, DJ Durkin is still not coaching, correct? Yeah, I think he's still suspended. Yeah. Um so he is um so I think it's Canada is the the interim coach. Maybe I'm mixing him up with another interim coach. But anyways, um yes, he is not uh he's not coaching Maryland is uh, three and one. Look, have looked rather impressive. Um, they've had three home games, so they uh, their road game was against Bowling Green. So this will be a bigger road game, obviously for them. Um, but Maryland is certainly not a team that you want to overlook. So, no, you don't. This is. Um... I got one word for you, and I'm going to throw this out and see what you think and have you run with it. Pizza. That, yeah, it could be it. That could be one, you know, and then you're making me hungry. You know, <laughs> pizza does sound good at midnight. <laughs> so my thing is I'm kind of – I'm not sure if you said this or not. At the, before the season began, the word trap. Is this a trap? Um, We – yeah, we did talk about it a little bit. Isn't this the team? Isn't this the team you picked for the trap game? I, you know, that's a good question. I, I don't, did. I don't think so, but it's it's possible. I would okay. I would not rule it out. Okay. With Michigan playing Wisconsin next week, um, right? But it's possible. I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go all the way and just give myself credit, but. Right, but this is in my top two. This is one of them. I think this is one of my picks too. Is a trap. It could be a trap game, depending on what kind of team shows up. Just based on, you know, is it the Maryland playing Temple team, or is it the Maryland who beat up on Texas? So, so, and you know, and I th- I believe Texas beat uh, USC too. Yeah, and, yeah. And Texas it, is no pushover. I mean, no. No, and then remember, Maryland just whipped up on Minnesota, and I think we both thought Minnesota win that game. So, yeah, this is this, Michigan's got to be careful with this game and not to overlook this team whatsoever. And I'm hoping they don't at all because this game, most people are very confident, and I am too, but I'm also scared of it just because it could be that one of those trap games. I know it's at home. I know it's at the big house, and we do real well there. But, you know, you always got to watch out for Maryland. Yeah, no, they uh, they have players. They have speed on their team, and they are not having quarterback issues like they did last year, similar to what Michigan was having with injuries right. and things like that. So, And I think they're coming off a bye, right? Didn't they have a bye? Yes. We, uh, Michigan played Northwestern off a bye and Maryland off a bye, and then um, Wisconsin is playing Nebraska this weekend, and then 
Yeah, and I, bu- I believe all of Maryland, their whole entire team is uh, full strength or health-wise, and you get a couple third stringers that are banged up. But uh, And I think, well, they got a third-string uh, quarterback, Borton Slager, who, who's out for the season. So, But they are pretty much at full strength when it comes to what's going on. So that's where I'm a little bit like, hey, you know, they're coming off a bye. Um, they're fully rested, so... You know, it's a tough team. Yeah, no, I I would be looking at pointing out their like I already mentioned their their speed, their fast, um, and they right. game plan well. They've they've been doing that and attacking opponents' weaknesses and things like that. So, uh, they have a decent, they have a pretty good defense too. Um, I'll have to look up those numbers here in a second. Um, but they're getting. Um, I was comparing the sack numbers, and actually they're not too far off. Um. So they've played one game less than Michigan because they've had the bye week. And so they have 11 sacks on the season so far, and Michigan has 16 sacks with playing one additional game of them. So Michigan is averaging 3.2 sacks a game, and um, Maryland is coming in averaging 2.75 sacks a game and only allowing 2.25. Michigan has a bigger differential, though, because they're only allowing 1.6 sacks a game which by the way credit to the offensive line right 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 exactly and maryland is right now and if nobody knows heavily heavily rely on the run game so they're 11th in the country at running so they're gonna have they have a one-two punch uh, running back committee going um uh, a strong running back and they got a fast running back and they use them quite a bit um, Maryland's biggest weak weakness is the passing game. So here we go again. We got a team who can run the ball uh, very, very well, and they've done it in all the games they've beaten teams. Look at the stats. Look at the running backs and how many carries they get. It's crazy. Um, they don't have to throw very much, but uh, I think Michigan knows that. I think Jim Harbaugh's staff knows that uh, they can ch- if they can shut down the run, they're going to have make them pass to win the game. And um, that's uh, it's going to be tough for Maryland because of that fact. If you become one-dimensional, Maryland's going to have to pass. They're just going to have to do it to move the ball too, and and to be a threat to Michigan. And um, you know, and Maryland's no pushover when it comes to their offensive line blocking. They block very well. Um, so you know, and giving up the big plays on the ground, but uh, they're going to have to pass. Yeah. No. That. For sure, and that is the thing that Michigan is going to have to do is that Michigan is going to have to force them to pass because even though they don't go to the pass very often, they can surprise people and burn them with it because while they only have two receivers right now with over 100 yards, yeah, um, they have five uh, receivers that are averaging over um, – at least over 11 yards per catch. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, but they have two, uh, they have uh, five of them are averaging over 11. Three of them are averaging over 18. And one of them is averaging over 20. Now, there obviously go. there's not a ton of receptions. Cause like we said, they don't do it a whole lot, but then they burn you and they can burn you pretty big because then for their long passes for those same players, they have a 46-yard uh, reception, a 35-yard reception, 23, 54, and a 65. And the 54 and 65 are both touchdowns. Yeah, there you go. You got your big plays. Yeah, so they I mean, they don't rely on it, but it's there, and it, they use it to surprise. For big, yeah, for big plays, like you're talking about, big playability, what's going on. Uh, this team's only got 141 yards passing on the year so and they only have four touchdowns through the air and those are the ones you're just talking about the passing tds big plays going for big yards for tds um and if our secondary can shut that down and put a lot of pressure on the quarterback that's good news for uh, for michigan yeah yep the the names you're going to hear a lot um uh tavon jacobs is their leading receiver um and then dj turner uh, those are the two big receivers that they have. They're the only ones that have double digits for receptions. Um, right. And then 
the main running back you're going to hear talked about is Ty Johnson, which, if I'm not mistaken, he's a true freshman, right? I, I believe so. Yeah, and then yeah, he he has been lighting things up. Oh wait, no, he's the senior. Wait, who was it? Is it they, McFarland? Maybe it's McFarland. Yeah, they have um, they yep. have someone who is a true freshman that has been um, kind yeah. of lighting things. Yeah, he's the freshman. Sorry, Anthony McFarland is the freshman. Uh, he's okay. the second leading rusher, and so uh, Johnson has three hundred yards on the year. McFarland has two hundred ninety-one. But he has thirteen less carries, so he yeah. is big he yards. Always comes up big. Yep. yep, big plays. You know, and that's where they get him in there. Those two, that one-two punch between Johnson and McFarland, and then you're going to see a lot of those guys. So, but then you know, watch out for Kasim Hill. He's the threat, or you know, he's the guy at quarterback under center. It's going to be trying to push this and move the ball. He's had the most experience. Or I mean, not the most experienced, but he's had the most um, success for Maryland and moving the ball. You're going to see a lot that he did great against um, uh, Texas. He did great against Minnesota. Well, Minnesota, he did okay. He did enough. Um, he only passed for 117 yards against Minnesota, but got a touchdown. But uh, yeah, you he he did really really well. Um, and you know that's always a tough thing. And he did pretty well against Texas. Uh, 222 yards and a touchdown so he's be he's pretty consistent so yeah he uh he does not have a high completion percentage though uh we'll say uh, that he's only sitting at about 55 percent um, right and he's got three touch passing touchdowns to one interception so right. nothing nothing too but i mean like that's the passing game for you it's nothing too flashy they do rely a lot on the running game, but they have been successful. So right, yeah. I mean, it, it, my, pretty much Maryland does struggle at times, you know. Uh, and that's the thing is, I think Michigan's got to get them in a, a, a third and long, get them in long situations where they are going to have to pass the ball. That would be great for Michigan because that way they can, um, you know, zone out or even man to man and and stop that. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is the team I'm always worried about is they're going to be, trust me, Maryland's going to be looking at the Notre Dame game. They're going to even look at the Northwestern game and say, well, this team, if you can get some, uh, good blocking going for the O-line, you can gash Michigan's defense at times because they do blitz a lot at times. And when you blitz and opens up for big plays, and I think that's what you're going to start seeing Maryland do um like that you know and expect maryland i'm gonna tell you right now michigan fans expect maryland to come out and try to punch michigan in the face right away it it could happen but um we'll see yeah no for sure and um but that's one thing that i will go ahead and mention now is that michigan they're gonna have to play michigan for four quarters so while the first half might be interesting, the first half, I mean, it might be, um, you know, back and forth, competitive. They might get the lead. You know, they, they might be hanging around with Michigan, something like that. Even though they have the speed and everything, with the defense, with how Harbaugh likes to wear down the opponent's defense and how much our de- how well-conditioned our defense is and how we're pretty good with getting big hits and everything. I don't think they're going to keep up for four quarters. Right. Um, right. Not saying that they can or anything, but I think that that might be one area where you would talk about the uh, advantage for Michigan. Yeah. And you got Mich- uh, Maryland who this is a trade-off. It's actually, you got kind of the very similar Michigan's very good at running the ball. Maryland's very good at running the ball. Maryland's actually got a pretty good pass defense. Or I mean, a running defense. Uh, they stop the run pretty well. Michigan stops the run very well. And so it might just come down to the quarterbacks. You know, and Shea Patterson's only had, what, one touchdown in the past two games um, in 316 yards. So those are things a little bit concerning. You know, the offense – you know, and, and and I like Shea because he get, he scrambles to get that first down. That's huge in gameplay and getting keeping things. But you know, 
getting Shea more comfortable with throwing the ball and throwing the ball in the end zone to get some TDs would be a really nice thing to see. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, an interesting thing to share, um, I'll always give people the shout-out when I know how to and when, um, but if you don't follow uh, Drew Hallett on Twitter, he's... Yeah, he does a great job. Yeah, he's got a lot of great information. He's really good at uh, doing research and getting... Uh, statistics and things like that uh he's a writer for the wolverine mag uh the wolverine.com uh he's at drew c hallett h-a-l-l-e-t-t interesting thing that he pointed out not too long ago yesterday was that uh under jim harbaugh michigan has outscored maryland 122 to 13 in three games so yeah, while while Maryland is definitely not a team you'd want to overlook, Michigan has not really had a problem. No, but every no. year is different. I mean, it's always one of those things you can never go off those those things, and you know, yada yada. Um, but that that was definitely an interesting uh, thing to add in there. Yeah, and I harken back to the very fact is, look, we're talking everybody might be sleeping on Maryland because of the fact is, look, this team went into uh, Texas, played Longhorns, and beat them in a tough place to play. A lot of fans, that place is tough. Oh, um, it was, wait, it wasn't uh, in Texas this year. Uh, oh, well, oh, was it in neutral field? Uh, I thought it was. Uh, yeah, I better get that right. I it's, thought it was maybe at Maryland this year. This year. It was at Texas. It was uh, I'll have to check on that. So yeah, sorry, just wanted to make sure. Oh, that's okay. Might be in our neutral field, but I know. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, it was a it was a neutral field. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. They show where where it was, or um, it's not showing up, but it has the asterisk next to it saying it was played at. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Sorry about that, but uh, yeah, that's uh, something. You know, Michigan or Maryland did do. They beat a team like that. That. Texas went on and they beat USC, I believe. So that's really interesting because it does show that Maryland can beat a team like Texas. So, yeah, and then Texas also went on to beat TCU pretty convincingly after TCU. Yeah, yeah, uh, hung around with Ohio State. So, yeah, exactly. So, and that's what's very, very interesting about this team. It makes me uh, give a little bit of pause. I wouldn't. I. This is what. This is the kind of game I think that Harbaugh and the coaching and Don Brown wait for because after this game, this is where it starts, you know, the rubber hits the road and everybody knows it. All the Michigan fans know it. And this is a team you want to beat up and you want to do well going into those other teams, you know, to play those other teams. You don't want to scrape by. I think they want to. I think they just want to beat Maryland, and I don't think they're looking at the next game next. So, yeah, if you no. if you do that, you're going to get in big trouble. Yeah, and but uh, that's an interesting thing too to talk about and bring up is that Shay Patterson brought up how, and this is after the Northwestern game, that they need to take every game, every opponent, and act as if they're playing Ohio State. Um, did you see that conversation, that stuff shared on social media? Yeah. Yeah, so um, that is a good thing to see. Um, he got fired up with the Northwestern game. Um, obviously was frustrated with some things because the game was not going away for a while. Um, but I, it, it's very exciting for that because not only do we have a capable quarterback, but we have one that, you know, shows emotion, gets into it, uh, looks like he's leading, looks like he's doing a good job, wants to make an impact and lead, which we have not seen for quite some time. So. Right, scrambling to get those first downs. That's huge. He's had He had a couple of those where he moved around and he scrambled to get the first down. Um, I think that's a great thing. The only thing I would say when he's doing that is, you know, maybe keep your eyes. Yeah. Look for the first down marker. Always know where that is, but also look down the field because you could potentially get somebody open 
Um, so that, I think that's great. Yeah, he did miss uh, Higdon. On, yeah, on well, that's the thing. That's the thing about Shea. I'd say if I could be a little bit uh, critical of Shea at times is there's times where he's playing and he, he he's got he throws the ball really well, but the problem is he's not a big checkdown guy. You know what I mean? Doesn't throw. He doesn't do a good job of seeing that part of the field where he did, you know, the little check downs, like you just mentioned Higdon wide open. There's certain plays I looked at and I said, Oh, you know, wild, wide open right here too, you know, or he'll try to scramble or, or, you know, throw the ball away, do something. But yet, you know, little, those check downs could give you at least a couple yards, something, but uh, yeah, it's not as big as strong as suit and I'm sure he'll get better at it, but those are little things like that. You're such a Shea hater. <laughs> hater. The dude's got moxie, man. I have to tell you, he does, man. So negative. <laughs> so negative. I love that. <laughs> I, I got remember. I got remember that I have those, man. Ain't no problem. <laughs> Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. All right. Um. Yeah. So it'll it'll be interesting. Um. I. Uh, it's homecoming too to mention as well, which uh, Jim Harbaugh, as he has said, it's one of the greatest uh, words in the English dictionary. <laughs> uh, did you see that video clip? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim, classic Jim Harbaugh being classic Jim Harbaugh with just kind of awkward, almost kind of nonsense. So, but uh, <laughs> it is what it is. So uh, it is going to be homecoming. It'll be interesting. Um, should oh, be by fun- the way, the, the Texas uh, Maryland game, I believe, is at FedEx Field. So that's in Washington. So DC. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So closer to uh, Terps. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You know, my bad. Stand corrected. So. There you go. But, uh, yeah, so uh, we mentioned some of what you're going to see from Maryland, some of the players to watch, some things to pay attention to. Now with uh, Michigan's side of things, um, first of all, Chase Winovich is so glad to have him back. I was That was a big thing for me when um, at the end of last season, I was like, please let him come back, please let him come back. Uh, and he came back, which is awesome. And he is making a huge impact. Um, obviously, you have to be aware of the impacts, how some players make it possible for other players to look great because they're taking the focus of the defense. Right. But uh, but he, along with a bunch of other defensive players, are doing a fantastic job. Uh, he is tied for the most tackles for loss in the nation, I believe. And I think he's tied for the most sacks in the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, something along those lines. He's Either way, he's doing fantastic. Yeah, he's really stepping up, and I tell you what, this is... Right now, you just got to look back at this and say, man, can you imagine if Winovich wasn't here? He could have easily went into the NFL, and he did, and he came back. Wow, that's huge. That's huge for Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he's been playing well. I I anticipate that the defense will do well. Um, where was it? I want to see. So here's kind of a question. Not not to get into predictions early or anything, but do you think that we're going to see more of a similarity with uh, Maryland and the SMU game, or do you think that we're going to see more of a similarity with Maryland and the Western Michigan. Mm, or yeah. if you want to throw in the Nebraska game. I feel like comparing yeah. SMU and Western Michigan, but you, you now, yeah, let's just do Western and uh, SMU. Wh- which one do you think this is going to compare more to? Because SMU, that game finished 45 to 20, and then the Western Michigan game was. Uh, 49 to 3. Mm, yeah, I think it's going to be similar to the more of the SMU game. Um, yeah. But, 
I'm going to say this. I think Michigan might change it up a bit. I think Michigan might, because it's at home, I think Michigan might just come out and just punch out, you know, punch Maryland first in the mouth and just say, hey, you know what? I think Shea might be able to move the ball down the field quicker and score um, much easier than they think. So, and I, but I'll see. I'm just kind of taking a jab at that. But, uh, but yeah, I see it more like the SMU game where, you know, Maryland's not, is a pretty good team. They're not, they're not bad. They're not great, but they're, Look, they beat some, you know, they beat Texas, they beat uh, some other teams, you know, they lost a Temple. Yeah, I get it, but uh, um, I like what like where this team's going. Um, I think they're going to kind of give us a run from the first quarter, but I think Michigan wears them out. But yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of SMU ish. That makes sense. Is that a word? SMU ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, shoot. There were some that I was going to have really good to tie into some that you just said, but I lost it. So, um, I think that. Oh, man, I'm lingering trying to figure out what it is. Ah, um, I think that. Oh, yes, this was this was uh, I, I find it interesting how you're saying that uh, Michigan could potentially come out and punch Maryland in the mouth first. And I'm kind of open to that idea too because uh the way that shea has reacted after um the northwestern game the way michigan has been progressing and everything it's kind of like why not instead of doing the whole like okay we're gonna grind it and then we're gonna get our touchdown and go from there why not maybe do it where it's just like hey just open it right up Make a make a quick score and be like, look what we just did, and just you know you know puff your chest a little bit and then grind throughout the game instead of being like, okay, we're gonna take this slow at the beginning. What what about changing it up and going really fast at the beginning and maybe blowing a huge play open and getting a a quick score. Right. Um, I I know that's not been the situation and everything. I know um I'm and I'm not necessarily saying that they have to stick to that, but I I'll be I'd be kind of curious one with it being homecoming, two with it being uh, a home game, but then three coming off of that Northwestern game where it was just like okay, this was not good. Starting off 17 to 0 on the road is not good. Let's change it up. Let's 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 experiment a little bit. Let's do a little bit mixing things around. I I would not be shocked if they did that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And you know, and then of course somebody, you know, in a way Jim Har- Harbaugh get, coming under fire. And then you had you know Paul Feinbaum saying you know Michigan, you know, talking about Jim Harbaugh's been an epic failure at Michigan, and just you know he seems to comment about Harbaugh when he struggles on the road. But um, you know, you never know. You'll see. Michigan just I could see them scoring like two touchdowns right out of the gate in the first quarter quickly. But uh yeah, I wouldn't put it past this team at all to do that. Yeah. Now everybody's been really I'll jump on this real quick, really stupid in their Harbaugh comments ever since um after the two thousand sixteen Ohio State game. Um because then after the two thousand sixteen Ohio State game there's another loss to FSU. Then the 2017 season happened, which was just a mess of a season, injuries, bad things all around, um, which could have honestly been worse, uh, but also definitely could have been better. Um, But yeah, ever since the 2016 Ohio State game when Michigan lost in dramatic fashion and there was some absolutely total BS that was going on in the game, um, people have just been kind of running their mouths and saying that Harbaugh's been overrated, and it's just like you know. I, I while I would love for there to be different results and everything, it's kind of like you know we are where we're at, and I, I'm I'm all right with it. I want more, yeah, and I, I want to see improvement. I want to see the team do better and better records and make titles and compete for national championships and things like that but it's just also at the same time it's just like i realized where we were and where we came from i'm not making excuses or anything but it's just kind of like 
some people get worked up about it and get upset. And at the same time, I'm just kind of like, hey, you know, I mean, I can sit down and watch and enjoy a Michigan game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll be at this game, by the way, so it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 I have not looked at the weather. Yeah, I know. I don't know what the weather would be like, but I hope it's good. Yeah, I hope it doesn't rain. <laughs> yeah, I know. So. Um, not, oh, go ahead. It, I don't believe it's at night. So. Yeah, no, this, this is a noon game, yeah, thankfully, game. because then it yeah. has been said that Wisconsin, both Wisconsin and Penn State are going yeah. to be um, night, night games, which the time, I think, is still yeah. determined. Which I'm not exactly very thrilled about that, but you know. Yeah, it seems like Penn State likes night games. <laughs> what? Uh, nope. Saturday is supposed to be warm, but yeah. right right now it says there's a 62% chance of rain. Yeah, so there you go. Michigan just stopped that run. I think we can get this team, so. Yeah, but Sunday doesn't have a lot of rain, so maybe weather will push, and maybe that Saturday's weather will become Friday, and Sunday's weather will become Saturday. Anyways, we'll see with that. Um, uh, I guess jump into lock it or dump it, or let's do it. All right, let's let's get to it and let's do some. Get a little sugar on the flakes. Yeah. <laughs> Sugar, sugar on the flakes. All right, what, what happened to my... Where'd my window go? There it is. Okay, lock it or dump it. Uh, let's see how these sound. Got a, got a couple here. See how these work out. All right, for the first lock it or dump it, uh, we've got the longest touchdown. The longest touchdown for Michigan will be a passing touchdown. Passing? Yes. I'm going to lock that. Lock it up. Yep. All right. Let's see. I will go ahead and I'm kind of, I'm feeling a lock too. So double lock. Cool. Um, second question. Then. The Michigan offensive line will only allow two or less that they've been doing they've been averaging really well i think they average less than two but like i mentioned maryland has been averaging 2.75 sacks right i'm gonna dump that dump it uh i now see it's gonna be a little bit interesting because we're gonna have to kind of pay attention to the sacks that do happen in the game because um, maybe I should have clarified this before you say anything, but or you locked it in or dumped it. Sorry. Um, this is the offensive line allowing it. So, say if a quarterback gets flushed out of the pocket and is just kind of like hanging out that back there for now, let's any sack, any recorded sack, we'll do it. Um, two or less. Dang it. You know what? I've, I've, I'm gonna just gonna have to dump it too, because that's gonna be tough against Maryland. I, I kind of want to give them the benefit of the doubt, you know, home game, different things like that. They've been steadily improving, but it's just like, okay, how long can you guys keep improving, and when is it gonna like kind of taper off or maybe kind of have a little flex? But we'll see, we'll see. Okay, Michigan is going to have seven or less penalties. For a total of 60 yards or less. To put this in perspective, mm-hmm. Michigan has had, let me go through the whole thing. All right. Against Notre Dame, Michigan had, this is the least. Michigan's least penalties were in the first game, in their ugly game against Notre Dame. Seven yeah. penalties for 52 yards. Right. Then they had seven penalties for 55 yards against Western. Against SMU, they had 13 for 137. Wow. 
against Nebraska, that they had eight for 77. Against Northwestern, they had 11 for 100 yards. And that's where we sit right now. So I, I the question is, uh, Michigan, well, not the question, but Michigan will have seven or less penalties. So either they will match the least amount that they've had or do better than. And the amount of penalty yards will be 60 yards or less. Lock it. Because it's at home. That's why. Lock it. I. You know, got to change that a little bit, up a little bit. I'm going to dump it. I don't know if it'll be. Um, oops, sorry, that one was a little bit loud. I don't know if it'll be maybe just more penalties and the yards won't be too much, or maybe it'll be, you know, fewer penalties, but just big ones for huge chunks of yards. So change it up a little bit. Change it up a little bit. Yep. All right. There we go. go. There, There's your lock it or dump it for the week. Hope you guys enjoy that. And uh, let's go ahead and jump into the, uh, let's look at the Big Ten matchups and do our lot games of the week as well before we go into final predictions for Michigan versus Maryland. Make sure to get the schedule up here and hit the, there we go, the background. There we go. All right. So Michigan-Maryland, noon game. Other noon games for the Big Ten. Michigan State is hosting Northwestern, and Michigan State, ranked number 20, is only a 10.5-point favorite. Okay. The other noon game is Illinois going on the road to Rutgers. Oh, my gosh. Excuse me. Sorry. Illinois going on the road to Rutgers as the five-point favorite. We move to 330, where Iowa is going on the road to Minnesota, and they are the seven-point favorite. Uh, Four o'clock presents Indiana going to number three Ohio State, with Ohio State being a 25-point favorite. And then... The night game of 7.30, Nebraska is going into Madison, number 16, Wisconsin, and they are a 18.5-point favorite over the Cornhuskers. Hmm. Okay. So you want to take a lock out of those? I'm locking Illinois at Rutgers. I think that... Uh... Lovey Smith gonna get because uh, they played well up against um, who's the last team they played? I forgot, but um, like where this team is doing, Rutgers just a dumpster fire right now. So I think Illinois has a good team. Yeah, he a good took, quarterback, a good more mobile quarterback, I believe, and he does really well. So I took Indiana over Rutgers, and they won the game, but they didn't cover the spread. Nah, so yep. man, this is. I, I, I kind of like Indiana because Indiana, you know, puts up points and they keep it close. I think uh, Ohio, well, Ohio State, I think, pulled away in the fourth last year, though. I, I really kind of want to take Wisconsin because Nebraska's been playing so poorly. But I think I'm going to take, I'm going to take Iowa, Minnesota. Uh, yep. I will take Iowa covering seven points against Minnesota. Ah, good. Over Minnesota. All right. There she is. There she blows you. Well, no, we don't really break anything more down. We just jump kind of right into the predictions. We get to do our final predictions. Final thoughts. Right, Craig? Final thoughts. All right. The final thoughts. The final countdown. No. Maybe, maybe I should get that in on here. Yeah, I get that. Uh, yeah, I was singing that song, Europe. Yeah. Showing my age again. Countdown. I'm putting that in my notes real quick. And I also need a Did You Know? <laughs> Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Ain't, Ain't no, no problem. problem. Sure got on the flakes and then. Uh, that one and 
Ah, uh, yeah. It's a good one to play after State lost to them. Yeah. If you got any recommendations, don't, don't forget to let me know. Hopefully with uh, time freeing up here a little bit more. Because I'm closing on the old house on Friday. That was what the big, huge issue was. I had to get everything ready for the closing. So that's on Friday here, just a couple days away. So things will free up a little bit more. Anyways, um, yeah, we're going to go into final thoughts. Let's do it. We'll have some... Uh, Sound for that. Um, I don't know who went first last time. Maybe you did. Maybe I did. It feels like forever ago, so I don't really care. Um, but I will go ahead and let you go, Craig, for your okay. prediction for the Michigan game. Need the final score and just kind of your final thoughts. Well, Maryland going into Michigan's Michigan's homecoming. Um, Maryland does. Some good things. They have a good off- uh, offense of line. They got good running backs. They got two uh, one-two punch running backs. They run really, really well. They're 11th in the country when it comes to running. So uh, Michigan shuts that down. They should have a good chance of beating this team pretty badly. Um, um, and the fact it's a noon game and you know all the stuff swirling around Maryland. But uh, this team still could win you know am i calling it a trap game i don't know i just think michigan can't overlook this team uh but i think they do i think michigan's just got too much on the defensive line especially against the run which is maryland's strength and both teams i think are trying to establish the passing game and i think michigan's just got way too much talent on that side of the ball i think michigan scores a lot and i think it's just going to be i'll say 38 to 17 Oh my gosh, you're such a tool. Same as you. I just was writing down mine, and I was just because uh, uh, I was kind of like writing down my thoughts so I don't forget. That is exactly the same number that I came to. Oh, see, there we go. I hate you so much. That's why they call us the brothers. <laughs> uh, and I forgot to mention, um, sorry, Michigan is a 17 and a half point favorite. Um, Versus Maryland with the over under of forty seven and a half. So, right, um, that would be covering and over. So, let me write that down. Okay, um, yeah, uh, well, uh, yeah, I already gave it away. Surprise! I have thirty eight to seventeen. Um, I do think that um, Maryland will be able to come out. They'll find some success. I'm not counting it out that, um, you know, Harbaugh basically has Maryland's number basically since he's started at Michigan. So not counting that out, but, uh, I do think that they've had success. They know how to game plan. Well, they're coming off bye week. They are fast. They are explosive. I do think that they're going to find some success. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, at the end of the first quarter, it'll be, you know, one possession game. But then Michigan's going to kind of slowly take things away from there. Um, Maryland will continue to put up points throughout the game, but it's not going to amount to a whole lot, uh, as I think that Michigan will stretch out to a 38-17 to 17 win. I think the Michigan passing game will kind of open up a little bit, that they'll get uh, some big plays out there um, for the defense. I believe. Oh, nope, I'm getting my thoughts mixed up here with a couple different teams. But, um, but yeah, I, I definitely think that we're going to be able to cause some problems for the def- uh, the Hill, the quarterback, and that we will force them to pass, and we will get some turnovers from them, disrupt them, and uh, maybe have some uh, defense turnovers and get some really good field position for the offense. I could see it with the potential of opening wide open, um, but I'm gonna go with the thir- I'm gonna stick with the 38 to 17. You can believe it or not, I typed it up before you said right. it. So nice, suck it, Craig. So. <laughs> All right. So uh, any anything else that you kind of thought of maybe while I was rambling and things like that that you wanted to? make mention of or anything like that? Nope. 
it's going to be a good game. I can't wait to be there and to watch it. Can't wait. Just hope the weather's good, and I think Michigan does well in this game. So. Yeah, I'm hoping for good weather too. So we'll, yeah. we'll, see. we'll see as it gets closer. Um, quick reminder before we let you guys all go: if you want to contact us, you can email us at bluebrothersportscast at gmail dot com. Uh, you can find us and talk, chat with us, uh, and all the other people, Michigan fans, on social media. Uh, Twitter, we're at Blue Bros and then underscore and our names. So at B L U E B R O S underscore Caleb or underscore Craig. Uh, if you want to share your thoughts, we do play our voicemails each week uh, for people who call in. And you can call 551 258 3276. It's really easy to remember because it's 551 Blue. Bro, I think that's yep. it. Yeah, are we good? Are we awesome? Yep, we're awesome. We are rocking and rolling. So, uh, thank you guys as always for hanging out with us, talking, uh, listening about Michigan football and everything. We hope you guys have a good week. Uh, hey, if you're going to the game, look for the old guy, maybe walking around with a cane. That might be Craig. Say say hi to him. Offer offer him a, a wheelchair if he needs it. Right. <laughs> yep. Getting there. So yeah. Uh, hopefully it's a good day. Uh, if you guys are traveling or anything for the game or somewhere to watch the game, safe travels. Hope everything goes well. Thanks everybody. And until next time, we'll finish off with Go Blue. Go Blue.